Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I am all about creating healthy habits and micro changes that can have a big impact on my overall well-being. And one of my favorite hacks right now is incorporating athletic greens into my daily routine. I eat really healthy and work out and do all the healthy lifestyle things, but I still want to make sure I'm getting everything I could possibly need to thrive. So I throw a scoop of athletic greens into a smoothie or just mix it with water and I know I'm covered and I've been feeling pretty amazing lately. So one scoop of athletic greens contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet, increase energy and focus, aid with digestion, and support a healthy immune system, all without the need to take multiple products or pills. Seriously, adding this is such an easy way to improve our lives. Such a good daily habit. I give it to my husband and I've given it to a lot of people in my family. And I just like knowing that we're all getting these things daily. So Athletic Greens continues to obsessively improve this one holistic formula based on the latest research. And the product has gone through 53 iterations and counting. They really go above and beyond in third-party testing to ensure their customers continue to receive the highest quality and best daily nutritional habit on the planet. So right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system during the winter months, and they are offering you guys, my audience, a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit my link today. So you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D again. So whether you're looking to peak performance or better health, covering your bases with Athletic Greens makes investing in your energy, immunity, and gut health each day simple, tasty, and efficient. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash blonde files. That's B-L-O-N-D-E-F-I-L-E-S. And you can join health experts, athletes, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash blonde files and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. 
I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all and live your best life. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today, I have a pretty juicy one for you, and it's one that people have been requesting for a while. It's all about plastic surgery in Hollywood and celebrity surgery. I am talking to YouTuber Lori Hill, who has some amazing videos where she discusses procedures she believes stars have had, but she is so meticulous about it, which is really cool. Like she talks to doctors and even has a resource at MIT who helps analyze photos and measure and everything. So it's pretty accurate, but... I just want to add a few disclaimers before we get into it. So this, of course, is all our opinion and allegedly. So take this with a grain of salt and take it as speculation. We are not confirming any of these celebrities have had these or any procedures done. We are also coming from a completely non-judgmental place as we have both had multiple procedures done and really advocated for destigmatizing, doing whatever makes us feel our best. And by us, I mean the collective us. And also in no way are we promoting these surgeries or encouraging anyone to get them. In fact, we talk about the darker side of surgery, the trauma, the pressures that aren't often talked about. And we really empathize with these public figures for being so scrutinized and feeling the pressure to be perfect. So before we get into it, I'm just going to explain a few things that we reference so that you know what we're talking about. So First is a ponytail lift. This is an endoscopic facelift. This is favored by many young celebrities, celebrities in general. It was created by Dr. K.O. K.A.O. He's in Santa Monica, California. This procedure is undetectable because it's done with micro incisions in the hairline and behind the ear and they're not cutting any excess skin. So it's pretty scarless and it just kind of redrapes tissue and skin for a more youthful look buckle fat removal. That's removing the balls of fat that we all have in our cheeks to help give contour to the cheeks. And let's see, canthopexy and canthoplasty. These are surgeries of the lower eyelid and muscle to make it more upturned. We talk about, I'm just going through my notes here, V-line surgery. This is shaving of the jaw and chin. We talk about orthognathic surgery. I can't remember if I'm saying that right, but this is corrective jaw surgery. It involves moving the bones of the upper or lower jaw or both, and the jaw is lengthened or shortened, moved up or down, in or out, resulting in a more harmonious bite and facial appearance. So just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a breakdown because we do talk about these different procedures and we don't necessarily explain what they are in the episode. So with that, enjoy. All right. So welcome, Lori, to the podcast. So excited to chat. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe we're finally doing this. I know. I know. I feel like we've already been podcasting because we've been talking for the last 15 minutes (laughs) about all of this stuff. As you guys, the listeners know, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and that's cosmetic surgery procedures. And I was really happy to find you through one of my followers, actually. Um, Somebody suggested that I watch your videos because not a lot of people talk about this stuff and talk about it really honestly. And, you know, I think 
people are starting to a little bit, but it's still very stigmatized and very taboo. And there's a lot of judgment out there. So I would love to just kind of hear about what you're doing now and how you got to this space. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome that somebody referred you to me. That's so cool. Um, I do love how honest you've been about all your surgeries. And I really applaud that like in celebrities and influencers when they're vocal about what they've had done. Who I am basically is I'm just like a normal, regular person. But what's different about me is I pursued acting in my 20s. And when I was in LA living there, pursuing acting, you know, I got to know my fellow actors and models. And I kind of understood how plastic surgery was performed. And it wasn't performed in this obvious way, how it is done for regular people. It's very, very subtle out there, especially if you're already in the public eye. So I knew this already. So getting back into normal life, you know, I stopped pursuing acting and I became a quote unquote regular person. I was a dental hygienist and then later an influencer. And while I was having a conversation with a friend, she had mentioned Bella Hadid and she had said something in the way of her being natural, something like that. And I remember, I just couldn't believe that my friend thought she was a natural beauty. Like I was aghast, like I was laughing And I said, are you serious? And then I just started listing off things, just eyeballing stuff that I could tell she's had. And my friend just couldn't believe it. So then I had already started my YouTube channel because I wanted to kind of educate people on plastic surgery. I had had plastic surgery to advance like my acting career. I wanted to look better. I wanted, you know, everybody in LA, it doesn't matter if you're pretty, you need to be perfect. And the industry demands that. So having had plastic surgery, I knew what it looked like. So I wanted to educate people with my YouTube channel. So I had already started it. And I thought, maybe I should do an episode on what Bella Hadid has had done, in my opinion. And I did that. And that video went viral. And so from there, I started doing celebrity videos. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of talking about the process before we started recording, but you, you do eyeball it yourself, but you also work with somebody else and you guys get really, really meticulous about it. Right. So you're not just saying, eh, just, it looks like she did a brow lift and whatever. Can you talk about the process a little bit? Yeah. So generally I do start out by myself, Mm -hmm. but this is how I do the analysis. I look at it. I look at the person's face in their high school photo and as much as people like to say that, oh, the person grew up since then, the person for some reason went through a delayed puberty. Why would they do that after 16 or 17 years old? But okay. Mm-hmm. I look at their high school photo because you can tell a lot from a high school photo. Generally, by that time, the person's facial features are set. Like if you look at Tom Brady's high school photo, you'll <laughs> see Tom Brady of today. Like mm-hmm. his bone structure is there, his nose, his eye shape. It's stunning how you can see someone's face already at that age. And I'll look at their high school photo and I'll compare it to a later photo. And generally, I like to go in increments because a lot of singers and actors get multiple nose jobs and they do it very subtly. Although singers have less subtle nose jobs than actors. (laughs) I don't know why. Anyway, um, and so comparing the high school photo, then I go in three to four year increments of 
comparing before and after photos. And I try to always use like a Getty images where it's a raw photo. Mm-hmm. I don't like to use images from other sources. I have in the past and I never use that as the final analysis decision. But there's some people, there's some celebrities that they've scrubbed the internet of their before photos. Mm-hmm. For example, the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing how they've scrubbed the internet. And the few before photos you can find, they also look like they've been altered. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to do as much as I can on my own. But there have been some celebrities where I'm not sure because it's very, very subtle. And I'll ask a mentor of mine who she's not available to the public. And she's a lot older than me. She went to MIT. And I'll have her look at the comparison photos. And she's usually the final deciding factor. I've used her on probably about five to eight celebrities so far. This podcast is brought to you in part by my friends over at Blue Blocks. You've heard me raving about them for the past year and for good reason. I am on a screen pretty much all day usually, and I seriously struggle with digital eye strain, but my Blue Blocks blue light blocking glasses make it so much better. You probably know the symptoms, dry, watery eyes, increased anxiety, insomnia, We probably all work on our computers and our phones to some degree, or we are on them for entertainment and we watch TV and we're around artificial light all the time. So Blue Blocks really helps to counteract that. These glasses are the best for a number of reasons. They are made in optics laboratory conditions and are exactly in line with the suggested peer-reviewed academic literature. They have glasses for daytime, nighttime, and for color therapy, and they come in over 20 stylish frames. Mine are the crystal, and they come in prescription, non-prescription, and readers. You can also send in your own favorite glasses and have custom blue blockers made. So if you want to get your energy back, if you want to sleep better and block out the unhealthy effects of blue light, check out Blue Blocks today and get free shipping worldwide and 15% off with the code BLONDE, B-L-O. O-N-D-E, or go to blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E. Again, that's blueblocks.com slash blonde, or use the code blonde for 15% off. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole, and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom, all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays, subscribe, rate and review it, and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the birds with Fire on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. There are so many questions that I have, but um, <laughs> something that you said in the beginning was that in LA, it doesn't matter how pretty you are. You have to be perfect. I kind of find myself in this conundrum because on the one hand, I think that lying about it and saying that I, you know, I haven't done, I haven't touched my face, right? Like Bella Hadid said, and Haley Bieber has said the same thing. And a lot of the, and Kardashians, these celebrities that say that they haven't done anything, 
I think everyone is entitled to their privacy, but I don't know what would be better if they came out and said, oh yeah, I had like a ponytail lift. Well, then our 15-year-old's going to want to go get facelifts or is it better to just stay silent? What is your opinion? I think we're in a public epidemic right now of people having not just low self-esteem, but depression and suicide over not looking like these celebrities, singers, and influencers who are making money off of their young fans. We're in a public crisis. So I think it's important now more than ever for these people to, if they don't want to be honest, if they don't want to say exactly the procedure that they've had, they can allude to not being completely natural. And that will still be better than pretending that it's all natural. Mm -hmm. That'll still go miles to help the people who are suffering from having low self-esteem, from comparing themselves to their idols. And we don't live in a vacuum. And people love to say, well, these celebrities don't owe you anything. They don't owe you your self-esteem. Well, I'm sorry, but we don't live in a world where we're isolated and we don't see their images. We do. Mm -hmm. We're influenced by them. We adore them. We give money to them. You know, we go to their concerts. We watch their shows. They have to pay us back in some way. Pay us back with a bit of honesty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine being a teenager or really any age. Like, I, I feel like I... I have an advantage because I'm an adult. I'm not as impressionable, but being someone younger and like following Kylie Jenner, who has 200 million followers or something. And I mean, I I don't follow her, but I go to her page and I'm going to sound like such an old lady now, but I'm like, I can't imagine following someone like that and seeing the photos day in, day out. If I were a teenager, I would feel like such shit about myself. And yeah, I, I can appreciate that kind of middle ground where, you know, They don't have to say, and I think she said she admitted to lip filler, even though it's been a lot more than that, allegedly. But yeah, like, you know, maybe saying something like, I have the best doctors, I have the best access or whatever, you know, like I have a lot of help. Um, And I've, you know, maybe like I've, I've tweaked things or something like that. And leave it at that. You know, you can say, I've, you know, I'm so grateful that I have access to people who can help me look the way I look. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of help. You should be in PR. <laughs> Speaking of PR, I wonder if it's maybe their PR who's telling them to not say anything, yeah. but that's not really an excuse. I mean, they can still, they're still their own person. They can do what they want. Right. So we were talking a little bit about like social media. What are your thoughts on kind of this plastic surgery world on Instagram. Like now I go on my explore feed and I know that this is totally because of what I scroll through and the pictures that I look out, but it's all plastic surgery and before and afters. Um, But it's hard, I think, for somebody who doesn't really know the industry and have any knowledge already to navigate that and know what's true and what's false. And there's so much like smarmy marketing out there. So what is your opinion on all of that? Yeah, so I do follow a few of the plastic surgery Instagram pages. I didn't prior to starting my channel, but after I started my channel, I noticed that I was getting mentions from them. So I followed a few of them and I prefer the ones that just show a before and after photo of the person 
without saying what they've had done, because I noticed that some of the pages that say what they've had done are getting the procedures completely wrong. Like and <laughs> yes, like, yes, like threads, like fillers, um, or it seems like they're guessing. And somebody may say that I'm guessing. But the thing is, even during the times when I'm not sure, I generally like to tell people that I'm not sure, and I'll give them two options. Or I just will say, I can't give an opinion because I don't know. I just noticed that it's not accurate information. And I've tried to help these pages, but I don't think that they're super interested in being accurate. So for the most part, I just would prefer that the pages didn't say that what procedures they've had done. Mm -hmm. But other than that, yes, I think it's a bit misleading because people then try to go and have those procedures and they're not getting the same results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I have like such a thing about threads. And I know that I've had so many doctors on my podcast and most of them have said like, there can be a time and a place maybe where like for some person, it's like maybe kind of appropriate for a very specific thing, right? But the way that they've been marketed on Instagram, it's like everyone thinks that Bella Hadid just got gets a thread lift. I don't know, yeah. every three weeks. I mean, I had yeah. threads and it was like horrible. I talk about it all the time. You know, it was like so traumatic, the procedure itself. And then the they say that there's no downtime, but like I couldn't move my face. I couldn't smile for weeks after one was popping out. It was painful. The swelling looked good, but then the swelling went away and there was really no effect. And being somebody who's had surgery too, I'm like, just get the surgery. Like if you want to lift, you know, yeah. not telling like a, a 20 year old to get a lift, but like you wouldn't do that. You would not do that to yourself if you were someone in the public eye. You can't go through that every few weeks to have that kind of effect because after the swelling goes down, the effect goes away, essentially. Right, exactly. Yeah, generally like celebs who need to maintain the same look aren't getting temporary procedures. So they're not mm -hmm. getting thread lifts. They're not getting fillers to their cheeks. I mean, there's a couple exceptions of celebs who got fillers, but for especially actors and models, because they have headshots and they have photos that they send out to agencies, they have to maintain the same cheek levels, the same jaw levels. Like they're not going to get temporary procedures because they can't afford to look different in every single photo because the agency will be like, well, she had bigger cheeks last month or mm -hmm. her jawline was, was tighter last month. What happened? You know, there can't be inconsistencies. So they're going to get more permanent procedures. Also, I just talked about thread lifts actually in my Kendall Jenner video. And I saw your TikTok about how they really don't do what people think they do. Mm -hmm. They're not going to raise your eyebrows that high. You need an endoscopic brow lift for that. Mm -hmm. So also keep in mind, there's a whole market for people who don't want surgery. It's like the non-invasive market. And it's so expensive if you're scared of surgery, because then you do all these other, and sometimes it's even more painful. It's more painful and more expensive to go the non-invasive route. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. are like thousands of dollars. And, you know, if you want cool sculpting instead of liposuction, it's tons of treatments, it's painful, and it's probably about as expensive or more as lipo and less effective. So there's people who take advantage of people who don't want surgery and you got to think of it in those terms. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's actually why I started talking about the procedures that I had done, because I had been one of those people who I didn't necessarily not want surgery, but I didn't think I needed it. I thought, oh, everyone else is getting this effect with Botox and filler and threads. So that's what I'm going to do. And it's like thousands and thousands and people on TikTok came at me for this. They're like, well, oh, like must be nice to have thousands of dollars to spend on this. I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. The point is like, it will add up before you even know it because you are doing something every couple months, every three, four months, maybe threads, even more than that, trying to chase this effect that you're never going to get when you could just do the one-off surgery. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did that with the brow lift and people think like, again, a brow lift is going to make you look like the cat lady. And it's like, no, you know, it's easy, easy recovery. It's like a week and, you know, not a super traumatic experience. And that's it. You move on with your life. And that's really interesting. I didn't think about the aspect of consistency with celebrities. Um, Yeah. Having to look the same. A big part of beauty and wellness is oral health, and it's very often overlooked. So many of us aren't taking care of our teeth and gums, and this not only can impact our overall health, but our smiles too. So I have been using a Bruch electronic toothbrush for a number of reasons. First, it was designed by dentists with sonic technology, so I love getting that just let the dentist clean feeling every time. And it has six different modes and a built-in timer that removes plaque and stains easily and ensures that I'm brushing for the recommended time. And most people with manual toothbrushes do not do this. It's also gentle on the gums, which is really important to me because I had gum issues from some dental work that I had done. And lastly, it just looks really good. I have the black one. I have one in LA and I have one in New York and it just looks so good and clean in my bathroom. I am a very visual person. I don't like to have like an ugly eyesore toothbrush sitting there. So this one looks really sleek and modern and I just love the aesthetic of it. So Bruch ships you new replacement heads every six months. So you're never stuck using a worn down brush head and you can get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use the promo code blonde. That's B-L-O-N-D-E at Bruch.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Again, that's 15% off using the code blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E at Bruch.com. When it comes to beauty and anti-aging, one ingredient trumps all the rest, and that is, of course, SPF. It can be really hard to find one that doesn't clog pores or mess up makeup, but you guys, Kula Sun Silk Drops are the absolute best I've had. I shared about it on Instagram, and I know that some of you guys got it and have really loved it. So Kula basically pioneered the healthy sun protection space, and their Sun Silk Drops provide broad-spectrum SPF 30 and uses their full-spectrum 360-degree technology that helps mitigate the effects of blue light, infrared light, and pollution. And they mix perfectly with moisturizer or makeup. But now Kula also has some other amazing products that supports our skin's natural barrier to help fight modern-day skin aggressors like blue light, toxins, dry air, and more. So 
They have the Great Barrier Cream Fortifying Moisturizer, which uses the healing power of the sea with organic ingredients like sea kelp and blue algae to boost hydration and help fortify your skin's natural barrier. And they also have a Vital Rush Skin Renewal Serum, which is so amazing. It helps to revitalize stressed skin with an organic blend of plant power ingredients. So if you want to give your skin what it's really craving, check out Kula's Organic Skincare on Kula.com. That's C-O-O-L-A.com. And they are giving my listeners 10% off their first order with the code BLONDE. That's B-L-O-N-D-E. So again, 10% off at Kula.com with the code BLONDE. What celebrities are most interesting to you in terms of like their aesthetic? I don't want to go for the most obvious person, but I think like the first person that came to mind was, well, actually two. One is you would never really think of her. I don't think unless you're her fan is Ariana Grande. I didn't realize that she had had so much plastic surgery. I was asked to analyze her and it was early on in my channel. And I remember we went to San Francisco that weekend and I had told my husband that I wasn't really going to work, but I was, I had just said, I need to just really quick, like do this research on her. And I remember instead of enjoying San Francisco, I spent most of the weekend in my hotel room because there was so many procedures that I saw on her and allegedly that I saw in my opinion. So yeah, I mean, for someone who pretty much looks natural, I think less natural now, but she did look natural. She's had a lot done. Okay. I haven't seen your video and I'm not looking at a picture, but I'm just going to throw out my guesses. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think canthopexy, brow lift, blepharoplasty, at least one nose job, buckle fat removal something with her jaw and her chin, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. And of course, lip filler. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, you did really good. You did really good. Um, Canthoplasty, but yeah. Mm. I mean, canthopexy is close. um, But yeah, canthoplasty is like the one that like gets the real like almond eyes. Mm -hmm. But um, I mean, with her, I've had like a lot of threats and people getting very mad at me for what I said. And it's mostly, I guess, her fans, but like, yeah. So, I mean, you got really close. I think you got almost everything. <laughs> Had a lot done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's the other person? And and Bella Hadid. Yeah. It's the most obvious one to me because like, I don't think she looks much like her before at all. Mm-hmm. And I think she was a pretty girl, but I do think that, I think there's certain people sent to this world that are meant to be beauties. And I don't necessarily think that they're the lucky ones and they're so lucky because I think the real, like, like the ones that like, you know, maybe like her sister, like, like Gigi, like, I think it comes with its own challenges. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that she has a perfect life because she was sent like to the earth to be this beauty. And I don't think Bella was meant to be that person. She's really gone through a lot to become beautiful you know I don't think she was meant for it and I think she suffered greatly to get that face Mm -hmm. I think she's still suffering I don't know if she's happy yeah 
I think so too. I mean, this is pure speculation just based off of like not a whole lot of information. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine growing up in the shadow of a sister like Gigi. And I kind of feel the same way about like Khloe Kardashian. Um, I was getting my hair done yesterday and there were old episodes of Courtney and Khloe take Miami. So this is like 2009 or something like that, you know, pre, I think Kim had had some work done and I don't know what else, but I mean, Chloe was a completely different person and I'm sure it's fame and I'm sure it's the pressure of like your, her sisters. And I think the same thing for Bella. I mean, and with Bella, it's like, I think we were talking about this a few weeks ago where I was like 2018 Bella was like so... Yeah beautiful. And as long as she's happy, like if she feels beautiful now, great. But it's like, I don't see where they stop. I don't see where she's going to stop because she looks different again. Like she took a social media break and she came back and I'm like, oh, something is different. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll have to send you the picture because okay. <laughs> you, know, you can go over it with your magnifying yeah. glass. But yeah. And it's like, she's so young, you know, and it's like, where does this end? You know? And I think people are doing it younger and younger. And it's like, well, that's going to have ramifications when you're like 30. Yeah, definitely. And, and also, you know, we talked about this, but it kind of depends like what kind of plastic surgery you get young, like the filler's not good. You know, if if you're filling your face up when you're younger and you're making different facial structures, then definitely stop that. And also probably the snipping of skin at that age isn't mm-hmm. great. The facelift at that age seems a little young. I have a friend that had a facelift at 28 and she looks great. I mean, she had it for different purposes than she didn't look old. She wanted like the soft tissue rearranged in her face. Mm -hmm. So that's a little different than snipping a bunch of skin off, but I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think like, for example, like Kylie's procedures may not age that great, Mm -hmm. but maybe she has the resources to where she'll be okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think the other thing is like the buckle fat removal you know, every doctor that I've had on the podcast is like, yeah, it looks great when you're like 25. And then when you get older, I mean, look at Demi Moore. I know that you did a video on her. I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if that was one of the things that she did, but she looks very gaunt there. Cause like not having buckle fat when you're 60 is not a good look. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Buckle fat removal isn't, yeah, I'm kind of against it for people. Mm-hmm. There are some people though where they can kind of get away with it. Selena Gomez, she had mm-hmm. extra buckle fat. Like yeah. some people really do have fluffy extra buckle fat, but not mm-hmm. that many people. People think it's going to give you that defined model hollowness. And generally it won't because to have that hollowness, you have to have a longer cheek there. You have to have a, like a higher cheekbone and a longer um, distance between your cheek and your jawline. So not everyone's going to get the hollowness there. So you have to have a certain bone structure anatomy for that. But Demi Moore, that's not what, in my opinion, caused that different look that she had during that Fendi fashion show. There's speculation she had a buckle fat removal a few years back and that this recent facelift highlighted that buckle Mm -hmm. fat removal. But my analysis of her is that they put a vector, a vector is a pole, at her mouth corners when they did that facelift. So that look she has right now is a result of probably a second or third facelift 
mm-hmm. and they put a pole at her mouth corners. And you see it sometimes. There are certain old school surgeons who put this pole by the mouth. Now, I had a facelift done in August, and my facelift surgeon doesn't do that. It's kind of very risky because you'll look kind of like a, a marionette puppet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you can see me now. So I'm going to just show you. It kind of pulls like as if you have strings at your mouth corners. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did to her. The thing is, I don't know why. And maybe she thought she would recover in time. Mm-hmm. Because people came at me saying that I know that this was all just makeup. Because she looked normal a couple weeks before and a couple weeks after the show. And I said, no, she didn't look the same afterwards. I'm not sure why people thought she looked the same because she did an interview with Naomi Campbell mm-hmm. afterwards. She looked exactly the same as in the show. She just had her normal facial expressions while in the show, she was stoic and just serious. Mm-hmm. And different makeup. Right. And all different makeup. But it wasn't like the makeup that caused that look, you know? So, yeah. But like, long story short, she may have had buccal fat removal years ago and the facelift highlighted that. Mm -hmm. But that pull right by her mouth is the result of like a more recent facelift Mm -hmm. procedure. And also the lip. You you obviously could tell she had a lip lift, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just right in the middle. It's like, come on. Yeah. Get the sides a little bit too. Oh, yes. Yes. She's beautiful. I mean, hopefully they can figure something out. And, you know, that must be terrible to do something that you want to do quietly just to get refreshed and then have that kind of response from the public, you know, it's just like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. Okay. So the big three, we kind of talked about Bella and you have videos on all of them. So everybody go watch those. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll just talk about it in a general way, but all of this also is allegedly, please don't sue me. (laughs) (laughs) So I think Bella had multiple nose jobs. I think she had a lip lift. I think she had a ponytail lift by Dr. K.O. <laughs> I think she had a brow lift before that and then had a ponytail lift. I think she's done something to her jaw. I think she had buckle fat removal. That's my assessment. <laughs> and she looks beautiful. I mean, she does. I think, you know, I just hope she stops at some point. <laughs> but I know she doesn't care about my opinion. Well, so anyway, you got it all right. Um, I'm kind of looking at my notes and The thing with me is that when I get things wrong, it's because I didn't put them all in, not because I put too many in. And I'm looking right now and I'm like, wow, I kind of missed. I think she might have had a canthoplasty too. Because yeah, yeah, I would love to go back and redo this video. But yes, (laughs) you got most of it right. Okay. Kind of annoyed with myself, but (laughs) but yes, (laughs) maybe we should work together. Maybe we should work on a series together. Yes, I would love that. This is like we my call ice- it Lori and Lori. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God, it's perfect. I didn't even yes. think of that. That's amazing. Yeah, I like, I'll send pictures to Dr. Mascaro and I'll like list off what I think. Like I just did one with Isaac Gonzalez. I mean, she had oh, flawless yes. work. Oh my God. Have you seen her before and afters? Yes, I need to analyze her. People have been asking for her for so long now. I mean, she looks great. 
Oh my God. I need to know her, who her surgeon is, but she is another one that did everything. And, yes. you know, I don't think she can even like deny it. I mean, there's so, she has a lot of before pictures um, mm-hmm. and it's like a completely different person, but it's amazing work. But yeah, I like, I like to do the guessing stuff and then he'll tell me yes or no. But like we were saying before we were hitting record or before we started recording, you know, he's just glancing at it because he's a busy guy. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kendall. Kendall is another one who got really, really good work, I think. And she's probably minimal, right? Like nose job, brow lift, lip filler, cheek implants, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got most of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. What else? What did I miss? So just recently, she may have had a canthoplasty mm. in the last few years. And I kind of show it in my, the video I just released. (laughs) I had to actually show a progression of how I do the transparencies in Photoshop because people, you know, try to tell me that it's makeup. So I found two photos of her with the same makeup. And then I I, I went and quickly showed the transparency. And then instead of doing a slow motion transparency, I showed a very quick before, after, before, after, and it made people watch it Mm -hmm. so they could see her eye corners flip up. Hmm. And you could really see it in that video. I was really excited because I'm like, okay, if anyone dares says anything after this, I'm going to be really surprised because <laughs> you could see her eye corners flip. Interesting. And it's so cool. And people were freaking out. Uh, the co- The last comment I saw was just like, how can there even be a surgery that does that? And I was like, <laughs> I know, it's crazy. A lot of doctors that I know though, like say that they will not do it because they can make your eyes smaller. I wonder who they're going to. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to know the Kardashian's eye surgeon. Mm-hmm. Eyes are kind of tricky. They really yeah. are. You got to get it right the first time. I'm going to go on like a year odyssey of trying to find like, <laughs> you know, who I think the best like eye surgeons are. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it can make such a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Who did your eyes? Dr. Tally. Oh, okay. Dr. Tally. Yeah. They look good. Thank you. Um, okay. Last but not least, my personal favorite, Haley. I think she is stunning. She's one that says that she's never done anything, but my assessment would be, and I go back and forth on this because she had a lot of like heaviness in her lower face before. So mm-hmm. I thought ponytail lift. Mm-hmm. Some people say no ponytail lift, um, just maybe buckle fat removal, but okay. I'm going to start on the top. Definitely brow lift, blepharoplasty, nose job. I thought she had a lip lift, but I think she just got a little bit of a lift from her nose job. There's a technique. I can't remember what it's called. Mm -hmm. Definitely lip filler, buckle fat removal, and maybe a ponytail lift. I don't know. She looks, maybe maybe she is one that lost weight and just her face lost a little bit of that baby fat, but how'd I do? You did really well. It's funny because it's almost like you got like the first four of my video all in a row. So I'm like, wow, it's almost like you're <laughs> reading from my video. Um, yeah, I mean, I have everything you had, except I don't have buckle fat removal. And I think the reason I don't have it is if you look at her face, it's kind of a longer face. Mm-hmm. Um, not a long face, but a longer face. Mm-hmm. She's definitely longer than she is wide. So generally, like those faces don't have a huge issue with buckle fat removal. 
And the more you look at faces and analyze them, you start to see what people have and what they don't have. So like people with wider faces tend to have issues with buckle fat and people with longer faces don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's exceptions. So I, I didn't have buckle fat removal, of course, like this isn't an exact science. Maybe she did. Also too, though, like she's kind of like that type that would be more likely to have like a cheek hollow. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have her down for any kind of lift. I felt like even though Bella Hadid, I agree, has had a lift, I didn't see it on Mm -hmm. Haley. Mm -hmm. One thing I missed on Haley that I'm, I'm so mad at myself for was she either had a chin implant or she had a genioplasty, like a sliding genioplasty. And I didn't put that in. And oh, and one thing I missed on Bella Hadid, orthognathic surgery in the year before all her plastic surgeries. So this poor girl not only went through all those plastic surgeries, she went through jaw surgery, which if you've known anyone who's had jaw surgery or if you've had it, that alone is insane. It's like a year, sometimes two of healing. You can't eat solids for like months. And I'm pretty sure she had that too. Yeah. yeah, Her jaw is completely different. Her bite is completely different. It's like totally different aligned. That's another thing that I think Isa did because she definitely, I mean, she definitely did V-line surgery, but Mm -hmm. I showed it to a friend of mine and he said orthognathic surgery before V-line as well. Which is like so much. I mean, I love a V line surgery for people who don't know. That's like shaving of the jaw, giving it more of like a heart shaped face. But yeah, like so traumatic, so so traumatic. And double jaw surgery. I mean, they break your jaw, right? And then put it back, wire it back together. And oof. I mean, you could argue like, you know, they're beautiful. And Bella has this big career now, and maybe that's what she wanted, and she was willing to go to any lengths to do that, but it doesn't come at completely no cost. Oh yeah. So much cost, so much cost. And okay, here's the thing. You grow up a certain way and people relate to you a certain way with the face you have. And that's not lost on you. It's not lost on her that people treat her different Mm. after she got her perfect face. Your mind is not magically transformed when your face is. You remember all that stuff, all your experiences that you had before. So it's not like, it's not the same as her sister Gigi. She's not living the same life because she's now considered like on par with her. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very mentally hard. Yeah. Yeah. I never <laughs> thought about that. And I think that probably makes it even harder to stop because you want to keep going. And I mean, surgery, no matter what, and for anybody listening who hasn't done it, even if you're in the healthiest place emotionally, like it can be a slippery slope because when you realize, oh, it's so easy to get this fixed, what else can I fix? You know, and it's like, and now, especially that we're inundated with these before and afters and celebrities and Photoshopping and, you know, plastic surgery pages and all of that. And it's becoming much more common and accessible. You know, I think, yeah, we just have to like practice some kind of restraint and be really realistic about it. And don't try to do it to fix something on the inside because it won't. I think that's important for people to know. Yes, I agree with you. And it's 
it's hard because we're all kind of bored right now. We're just like, mm. we're sitting, you know, it's, it's quarantine where some of us are getting out of it a bit. You know, there's certain states and, and countries that are, you know, loosening up requirements. But I've noticed that online people are, are extra argumentative. And I don't know, I don't want to use the word toxic, but I feel like people are, are more. Everything is charged. Yes. Yes. Emotionally, like, like very charged. Yes. And so I like what you said about kind of policing ourselves. I've told a few of like my young audience members, don't follow people that make you feel bad. Just disconnect from those influencers. If they make you feel bad, like mute their posts, like it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. I, I'm old. And like, (laughs) I saw that Kendall Jenner photo and I felt something you know the one recently where she barbie dolled herself yes Yes. the red the red bikini she like photoshopped her vagina away (laughs) gone down who needs that yeah like oh so now like a 14 year old or 13 year old or who knows how old is like oh my god why do I look what's wrong with me right it's like yeah yeah terrible she has why what's wrong with me I have all my parts yeah 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 so yeah, like if you need to like mute people's posts, do it. Don't mm-hmm. feel bad. Save yourself. Yeah. You know. Okay. My last question is, am I going to get sued and how do you avoid <laughs> legal backlash? <laughs> no, I don't think you're going to get sued <laughs> because we have said it's our opinions only mm-hmm. many times and think goodness we live in the united states where it's legal as long as you say it's your opinion only and you have to prove grounds if someone was to sue me because there is an argument used that anyone can sue anyone Mm -hmm. but if someone was to sue me they would have to show damages that my saying they had surgery led to damages Mm -hmm. and they'd have to show a link and that's very difficult right um They'd also have to prove they didn't have it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that's a road anybody wants to go down. (laughs) No, no, they, they don't. I could give you a little blind item. I don't know if you want to use that. Yes. And my audience loves blind items. So there's a singer, a very famous singer who said that she's never had Botox or any plastic surgery because she doubled down on when people said, Hey, you've never had Botox. And then she said, I've never had any plastic surgery. Well, we, and when I say we, it's me and a family member who has a friend who works in a similar field as this family member who prior to HIPAA had access to her medical records. And prior to HIPAA, they used to discuss her. She wrote in these medical records all the procedures she had done Uh. back then. And he shared it with this family member. So I don't feel bad because I know for sure she's had procedures. Mm -hmm. I think everybody can guess that. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Um, I think people need to consider 
like what their motive is. You know, if somebody's selling a product and they're selling it based on the fact that this is what worked for them and they've never needed to do any of this stuff, well, they're incentivized to lie about that. So I think it would be very hard. And this is something that a lot of people asked, like, who hasn't had something done? Is there somebody who hasn't had something done? And there probably are, you know, but I think that there are very few and far between. And again, like, I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that like, we are not judging. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like... We both had it. We both had plastic surgery. And like, yeah. And, you know, a lot of them look amazing. And again, like you're you're in HD up on a big screen or whatever. You're in the public eye. Like, yeah, you want to look your best. And everyone's entitled to privacy. But, you know, the lying is what I think is is becoming really damaging. So there is someone who I just thought of who I didn't find plastic surgery on and some of the plastic surgery Instagrams did. And it's confusing because I did multiple analysis on her and didn't find anything was Rihanna. Hmm. I didn't find any work on her. Mm -hmm. What did the Instagram say that she did? A lot. Like nose jobs, jawline shaving, cheek implants hairline, moving hairline back. Um, and I generally don't get to like, you know, like upset or, or whatnot, or, and I don't defend based on personality where I go, that person wouldn't do that. They're not like that. But if there's anyone who wouldn't do something, cause they're not like that, it's Rihanna. It was my <laughs> first reaction to yes. <laughs> She doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Sorry. She that doesn't was, give a crap. You're fine. <laughs> that was my first reaction too. And I'm like realizing that I'm applying the logic of people who are like, Kendall Jenner would never. But I, I yeah. really think like Rihanna really does not give a flying F. <laughs> she doesn't. She really, I really don't think, I really don't think she cares. Yeah. I think if you like her, you like her. And if you don't, you don't. And she's yeah. not going to change for you. And so, yeah, I don't think she's had anything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I could talk to you forever. Everybody stay tuned for Lori and Lori. <laughs> yes. Oh, that would be <laughs> Our so <new> fun. Series. <laughs> and where can everybody find you and find your videos? Yeah. So YouTube, I'm Lori Hill and Instagram at Lori Hill and Lori spelled L-O-R-R-Y. H-I-L-L I'm also on TikTok and Clubhouse Amazing Thank you again So good talking Thank you so much I hope you enjoyed that episode If you liked it and if you like the show in general please take a second to rate, review and subscribe It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie.